Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. to Wine Talk for today, Wednesday, June 23rd, 2010. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru.com. You can go into the chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or ask me any questions you like. I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there for getting the word out about my show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the internet. If you want to know more about me, you can just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, videos, articles, and shows I'm currently part of. Speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo and the Examiner, so look for those as well. I've also made a Wine 101 video series. It's viral. It can be viewed both on YouTube or my website, or just go on to, again, www.google and do a search, and you'll find where the videos are available. In a world where there are many wine experts and know-it-alls, there's only one Stu the Wine Guru, and he'll be right back. All right, let's talk some wine here. We've got a fantastic show for you tonight. Of course, the number to call is 1-646-381-4860. Or, if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru.com. As always, I've opened, I said, a chat room here for the listeners to go into and chat amongst themselves about wine, ask me any questions, or answer the question of the night. And I'll check into the chat room live periodically during the show and answer your questions. Later in the show, my question of the night is, it's officially summer. What is your favorite summer wine? So get ready on the phone, get into the chat room, or email your answer on that one for me and let me know what you like during the summer for wine. I'll give you my review of great value-priced wine. Today's wine is a great wine from Italy and around $20. You'll want to stick around for that. I'll make some red and white wine recommendations in my segment, Stu's Pick of the Week. 
Also in my segment, Stu's Restaurant Pick of the Week, I'll be making a restaurant pick for you. So when you travel, you'll have a spot for you to go to that offers great food, great wine as well. Stay tuned for that. And then later in the show will be my Heard It Through the Grapevine industry update. I'll update you on the wine news that is interesting to know about. I'll be right back with some show announcements as well. Okay, on to some show notes. All of you who emailed me asking me how come I'm not on Twitter, I had had the time to get set up on Twitter, but now I am. My username is Stu the Wine Guru, capital S T U, no space, capital T H E, no space, capital W I N E, no space, capital G U R U. So follow me on Twitter. Also, an exciting turn of events has happened. I have thought about the idea of being on terrestrial radio and the benefits of you, the listener, being able to hear me on your car radio. Well, that will be happening soon. I will be on the same station in Arizona, KFNX 1100 AM, talk radio, as Don Imus, Lou Dobbs, Dr. Laura, and Neil Bortz. Yes, Wine Talk will now be beamed into your car radio in addition to being on your computer. It's a great station and thousands of listeners. So this is a great opportunity for me. So stay tuned and tweet, Facebook, Tumble, Ning, Jing. Use every social network you know and get the word out. Also very important, I would like all business owners who would like to offer sponsorship of the show on KFNX to get in touch with Francis Pataglia at KFNX. The email address is fpataglia, B-A-T-T-A-G-L-I-A, at 1100kfnx.com or call him at 1602-277-1100. I really appreciate all the support for my show. KFNX is a great place for my show, and I look forward to Wine Talk being available. Now to so many more people, including the whole state of Arizona, so it's a really nice opportunity. So let's also take a look at a few other things that's going on here in the wine world. You're listening to Student Wine Guru on blogtalkradio.com. I think you already knew that already, right? Yeah. Cheers! If you... If you want to sponsor Stu on KFNX... 1100 Talk Radio, call Francis Battaglia at 1-602-277-1100. Remember, if you have questions, I have answers. So call me at 1-646-381-4860 or email me at info at Stu the Wine Guru or you can go into the chat room and voice your opinion. So now let's talk about some great value-priced wines. Today's choice is from Italy. It's a 2006 Col Dorsia Rosso de Maltacino. It's 100% Sangiovese grape, and is let's see, the notes on that would be the following. It's ruby red with some violet hues in color, nice spices from the oak. It has fresh fruit on the mid palate. It's very structured and clear. 
and the tannins are mellow. Now, a little information about Coldorcia. It's the internationally celebrated producer of one of Italy's most revered red wines, Brunello di Montalcino. It's situated on the outskirts of the hilltop village of Montalcino in Tuscany's Siena province. The state has a rich winemaking history dating back to, drumroll, the 1700s. There was no drumroll, so you, your hearing is not going. The average price you'll find this is about 20 bucks. My Stu the Wine Guru score is 92 points. And I think it's a great value and a really good Italian wine. So if you're interested in starting off with some Italian wine this weekend, definitely want to check it out. On to Stu's Pick of the Week. Every week, I choose a red and white wine that I recommend for the weekend or any occasion. This week's red is a 2001 Arvisa Reserva Rioja from Rioja, Spain. Now, the notes on this are, it's a deep ruby color, fine fruit of cherries and currants. The nose is very complex. You've got butter, sweet spices, some hints of vanilla. It's soft and round. The wine shows a very polished and long finish. And the price you should be able to find this for is around $20. Now moving on to the white wine. My white wine pick of the week is a 2007 Fiudi di San Gregorio Greco di Tufo. Lots to say. This is from Italy. The Greco di Tufos are usually sweeter on the palate of white wines. The notes on this are rich golden hue, the nose has a sense of ripe apricots, apples, fern, and some mint. Lots of good acidity and a long, fruity finish. You should be able to find this wine, again, for $20. Now, I picked that particular wine. I'm going right into summer. These are two good wines, I would say, for a summer pick. Do the Riojas for typically your uh, meat dishes. Uh, any of your grilling would be great with your grilling. It's uh, typical to the palate, not unlike uh, somewhere between a Cabernet and a Malbec, as far as the type of food you can pair it with. So I'm giving you something in the red for good for summer, and something in white good for summer. All right, let's see. On to... We're going to go on to my restaurant pick of the week. My restaurant pick of the week is Rosemary's Restaurant in Las Vegas, Nevada. Vegas, baby. This unique restaurant impresses with its intimately arranged tables. Originally local artwork, 
and fabulous new American menu. Owners Michael and Wendy offer you a variety of American food. Uh, they're out of New Orleans originally. They serve regional specialties like roasted rack of lamb with rosemary bordelais sauce, a Maytag blue cheese glazed New York strip. Man, I am getting hungry just saying that. In fact, I, I would tonight I'm thinking of making something like that if I could. And crispy skin-striped bass with Creole Meunier sauce. Man, oh man, oh man. They have an impressive international wine list. That's unbelievable. The address is 8125 West Sahara Avenue in Las Vegas. The phone number for reservations is 702-869-2251. The website is www.rosemarysrestaurant.com. If you're going to be in Vegas, this is the place to go for great food and great wine. Got to check it out. Unbelievable. In fact, I'm going to get, just give a applause just for that one. All right, let's go on to my question of the night. Uh, well, actually, no. We're going to go on to my Heard It Through the Grapevine industry update. This article comes from Wine Spectator magazine. It's called Mudslide Berries on a... On a <laughs> let's start over. <laughs> it happens, people, every once in a while. This article is called Mudslide Berries Okanagan Vineyards. It's by Remy Scalza. It was posted June 18th to 2010. This is an excerpt from it in Wine, Sta in Wine Spectator magazine. A dam, failed, a dam failure triggered a massive mudslide in western Canada's Okanagan wine country this past week, burying approximately 40 acres of vineyards and orchards under soil rocks and debris in some spots up to 25 feet deep. The slide destroyed five homes and blocked the region's main highway. Although no one was injured, property damages are estimated to be in the millions of dollars, and affected vintners and residents are now asking if the disaster could have been averted. The mud flow began when an 80-year-old earthen dam on a nearby mountain reservoir burst Sunday afternoon after a month of heavy rains. At least 20,000 cubic meters of water enough to fill eight Olympic-sized swimming pools, spilled, swiftly barreling down the Mile High Mountain. Along the way, the wall of water picked up mud, trees, and car-sized boulders, ultimately spilling a 200-yard-wide swath of debris over several miles of vineyards and cherry orchards. Okay, my thoughts on this. As you know, I've mentioned the phenomenal, and I often say phenomenal, the phenomenal Pinot Noirs that are produced and ultimately and unfortunately, I say, because we in the U.S. don't get a chance to try them, consumed in Canada's Okanagan wine region. It's a shame to hear about the loss, and I hope they dig out and get back to winemaking extremely soon. Okay, let's go on to my question of the evening. Okay, on to my question of the night from the top of the show. Summertime, it's officially here. What is your favorite summer wine? 
So let's see what we got here. I've got some people in the chat room. Let's see what they come up with here. Um, anybody here? Okay, so I've got a question actually from Kim, which is, uh, Stu, what do you think the components of a good summertime wine are? What makes a wine great for summer, sun, and summer food? Okay, good question, and I've got the answer. To me, um, summer foods tend to be, depending, you know, first of all, you want something that kind of cools you off a little bit, wine-wise. So, I, you know, I tend to lean more towards the white wines because they're going to be colder. Uh, but you can do as uh, Gary, who's just chimed in. He, he actually took the words right out of my mouth. You went with a rosé. Uh, I would go with rosés. Those are also a good way to go in addition. Uh, or blush wines you can go. I, I tend to lean towards maybe more of some of the French. Uh, Mir Blanc is one that's real inexpensive, and it's a uh, rosé, a red, um, that you probably can get for about $10 uh, if you go in that route. You can also go with, um, you know who makes a great one? Uh, Sofia Coppola. She makes a fantastic one. And uh, it is a Pinot Noir-based um, rosé. And you can find that probably again in that between ten and fifteen dollar range. Also fantastic. Not too sweet, believe it or not. Even though with the Pinot Noir, uh, you'd think it might be, but it's not. Uh, white wise, let's see. Oh, going back to your question, the question is what makes. I, I think something that kind of cools you off a little bit. So if you're gonna, you know, ice it up a little bit, get it a little cold. Uh, if you're gonna be outdoors, that's one thing. And then depending on the fare that you're gonna be. Uh, serving. If you're grilling up things like, uh, you know, meats and all that, then I go back to the heavier wines, like maybe the cabs or potentially a, like a Malbec. That's good. Some Shirazes are really good. Um, another good thing, oddly enough, although I don't normally talk about it, that's really typically a summer wine, and most people kind of pass it by because it's sweet, would be the uh, Sangrias. Sangria is an excellent summer wine. Um, it's refreshing uh, if you make it right with the uh, with a little bit of sparkle to it, with a little bit of uh, fizz. Uh, it's excellent, and it accomplishes the things that are necessary: one to cool you off, uh, two to be refreshing, and just you know, kind of a fun drink to have. So that's kind of really, really where I'm at when it comes down to what makes a uh, a good or a great summer wine and it doesn't have to be any particular one it can be it all goes down to your taste it always comes down to your taste so hopefully i've answered your question on that one um and i'm just looking in the, the right now in the chat room and a lot of things are firing up here um dry rosés yep uh kim you're talking about dry rosés those are really good uh and rosé of tempranillo from willamette willamette valley i like that gary that sounds fantastic um, you know what? You're going to have to let me know which one that is because I'd like to try it. Uh, I haven't heard of a rosé of Tempranillo, but that sounds real good, and especially from Willamette Valley. It's got to be pretty good because, you know, we talked about their Pinot Noirs are pretty fantastic. Um, yeah, everybody, you know, everybody talk, talks about, like, making sangria. It is a lot of fun to make, and it is kind of, like, you know, to me, I kind of immediately uh, think of summer when I think of sangria. I, I rarely drink it any other time, but... Um, and probably shouldn't be that way, but down here in Florida, you could drink it all, the, all you know, every month, every day, every week if you wanted to. So anyway, let's get back to a few things here. Um, 
as for me, like I said, I like shards. Shards are good. Um, you know, those are good. That's a good summer wine. Um, Sauve Blanc, uh, a good Fumé Blanc because it has just a little bit of sweetness on it. That's that's usually good. Like I like a really good Fumé Blanc. Um, a Muscat, but again, a Muscat I would have more so as a dessert wine. You know, kind of after everything. Uh, it's not something that I would pair up with food per se, but um, I have it with maybe some cheeses. That's a good because I noticed Gary was talking about you know. Uh, you know, peach color and things of that that nature. Um, so anyway, and I appreciate that, Gary, giving me the information. Let's see what we got here. So people are chiming in on the email. Let's see what we got. Uh, first one is from Cool Spa 29 of Moscow, Russia. I'm loving this. It says, your show is very entertaining. I'm listening from beginning in October. Uh, when it's summer like here, we who drink wine in Russia like the Chardonnays and sparkling Moscatos. Hey, Moscatos, that's a good choice. Okay, thank you. I hope you come to Moscow when you get a chance. <laughs> okay, well, thanks, Cool Spa. And you and I understand your, you, you understand I under, your comment is about being, uh, I see your, your comment about being summer-like in Moscow because it's, it's probably rare. You probably don't see too many of those days there. Uh, when, I get in, when I do get to Moscow, I will let you know, and we can drink some vodka together, maybe some shots and stuff, because that's more up the lo- along the lines of uh, what I think of when I think of going to to Russia. But all right, okay. Next one is from Whining Five Hundred from Wichita, Kansas, and it says, "Stu, I am now following you on Twitter. I love a good Chenin Blanc or Fumé Blanc. See, that's what I was thinking about um, in the summertime. It's crisp and light, keeps you cool." I watched your Wine 101 vids. When is the next one coming out? Okay, that's a good question. Well, thank you for your email, Whining, and hey, thanks for following me. I am presently working on uh, one for Chianti, and I hope to have out very soon. So keep looking for it on my website or online, because that will give you kind of update. And I most likely will talk to you about it when it's going to be out prior on the show. So keep listening to the show. Okay, what do we got here? The next one is from Cork Lynn, L-Y-N-N, 32 from Liverpool, England. I'm loving this. And it says, Stu, cheers. Great show. I hope you're watching the World Cup and the rivalry between England and the U.S. Anyway, when it's summer here in England, I like to drink a good shard or even a rosé, which is what we've been obviously been listening to the show because that's what we've been talking about. Refreshing and good with most summer fare, yeah? Cheers and go England, of course. Okay, well, thanks, Cork Lynn. Yes, I am watching World Cup soccer. I have to say, I've played soccer most of my youth. I, I even still kick a ball around once in a while. Though, as I get a little bit older, it's a little less. Good choices, Chardon Rosé and Go USA. <laughs> unbelievable. I don't know if anybody had been watching, but man, they, they pulled it out. It's unbelievable. Let's see. All right. And just for you from England... You're listening to Student Wine Guru on blogtalkradio.com. I think you already knew that already, right? Yeah. Cheers. All right, now we're going to go on to some wine festivals and events going on around the world for you to check out. July 4th. All right, kickoff of fireworks, summer fair, 
and eating wine, eating wine, yeah, and eating wine too, and eating hot dogs and hamburgers and grilling up chicken and man, I'm telling you, I'm getting hungry just listening talking about it. But anyway, July 4th, if you are going to be in San Fran, then head over to the San Francisco Food and Wine Pre Fireworks Barbecue and Wine Tasting Party. I'll give you all the information about that. Uh, it's from 1 to 6 p.m. at the Del Monte Square next to Cannery at Hyde Street Pier Fireworks. Also, if you're going to be in San Francisco or Northern California, on July 17th, if you're going to, you want to try the Sobragia Vineyard Lobster Feed, come and join the fun. Enjoy fresh lobster with some great Sobragia wine. I don't know if anybody's had a chance to try that before, but it's actually pretty good. It's really good wine. The time, uh, 4 to 7 p.m. on the 17th. The location, the Sobraga Family Vineyards. Go to the website for more information at www. I'll spell Sobragia for you. S B like boy R A G I A dot com, or call them up at seven zero seven four seven three two nine nine two, extension ten. It's organized by the Sobragia Family Vineyards, and that's a really really fun thing to do. I have to tell you, and if you're gonna do lobster, here is my recommendation. Listen up, everyone. The best thing you can have with lobster is by far a Chardonnay, and I'll tell you why. If it's a good Chardonnay, and if it's well-made lobster, if it's well-prepared, you got the butter sauce right next to it. I'm going to give you an experience here verbally. Okay, so you got your lobster. Let's say it's a two-pounder. It's right in front of you, split in half. you got your little lobster fork. you got your little uh, ramekin of hot butter sauce on the side, and in front of you is a really nice Chardonnay. So if I'm going to recommend one to you, a couple ones that are really nice if you get a chance to try. Well, if you're going to be at Sobragia Vineyards, then you can try the Sobragia Vineyards Chardonnay. But if you get a chance, here's some recommendations. Do the Sonoma Coutrere. That's a phenomenal, buttery, crisp, light, little bit of oak Chardonnay, and goes really well with lobster. I'll recommend another one. Mersolet, one of my favorite Chardonnays, probably one of the smoothest, real good. Um, another way to go, if you got the cash and you want to spend a little bit, go with either cake bread, or um, which is up there cost-wise for it, but they make phenomenal Chardonnay, and they have a reserve that's outstanding. So like, you know, look this way. If you're going to be in a place where you can get a cake bread, or you can go and get cake bread ahead of time, I get a cake bread bottle. I'd bring it with me, and I'd have a lobster dinner. And here's the beauty of it. Uh, the best way to tell if you're drinking a really good shard is the following. Take your lobster, dip it in the, into the butter sauce, put it into your mouth, start chewing it, okay? Swallow. Now take a sip of your Chardonnay. The Chardonnay should completely remove the butter off of your palate and your tongue so that each bite and each taste of that lobster is like the first one. So if it's a good Chardonnay, that's what it's going to do for you. It's going to taste really good, but it's going to accomplish that goal. That's the signature right there. If that's not happening, you're not drinking a good Chardonnay. So take note. That's the way that works. All right. 
If you want to sponsor Stu on KFNX 1100 Talk Radio, call Francis Battaglia at 1-602-277-1100. All right, let's see what else we got going here. Uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's salivating. <laughs> everyone's salivating in the chat room there. Yeah, exactly. Makes you want to have some some Chardonnay and and lobster right now, right? Thinking everybody's rethinking dinner. They're thinking, hmm, you know, maybe this weekend. That's not a bad idea. She's got a really good idea. Some lobster, some Chardonnay. I could probably make it myself, or maybe I'll go out and find my favorite spot that serves that. Man, if you haven't had it in a while, it's a treat. Uh, and if you have <laughs> recently, it's worth going back to re-experience. Because I'm telling you, people, nothing like a good lobster tail, or a good lobster, and uh, some butter sauce. And uh, a really good Chardonnay. Man, I tell you, for white, for me, that's probably one of my favorite meals to have with a white wine. Of course, I've mentioned it before on the show that it's a great steak, a really good steak, whether it's a New York Strip or a porterhouse um, or a filet mignon, it really doesn't make a difference. And a great Cabernet. Conversely, I'm just giving you the red and the white combination here. So if you want to go for turf versus surf, uh, I'd say go with a great steak, and here's my choices. I've mentioned this one a gabillion times on the show, but it's worth mentioning a gabillion and one. Get yourself a Franciscan Magnificat, which is a nice blend, mostly Cabernet, of course, but uh, phenomenal with a steak. A 2005 would be you know, definitely the, the uh, recommended one, but if you can get uh, a 2003, uh, a little bit earlier, that's a good one. And, uh, you know, the two, 2007s are not that bad either. Uh, another recommendation would be, uh, I, you know, you, a lot of people, you know, kind of tell me, you know, but you talk about really good value-priced wines on your show, and it gives us a chance to go out and try them. Well, every once in a while, I'm going to recommend a wine that's a little bit more expensive than great value price. When I say that, I'm talking about usually 45 or $50 or, you know, and above. But a good $35 wine or somewhere in that vicinity is the Guadalatasso. I've mentioned this one before, uh, um, the Brancato. Uh, this, one, it, this one is unbelievable. This one is the baby Guadalatasso uh, because they have a Guadalatasso that's about $90 a bottle, and it's from Antonori, and it's a, a Sangiovese blend, and it's unbelievable. It's phenomenal. But, you know, spending that kind of money, you know, you don't, unless it's a special occasion. But if you want to spend a little less, the Bruciato. The Guadalatasso, uh, Brucha, Il Bruciato is what it's called. It's about $33, $34 a bottle. Sometimes you can get it for less. And basically the same blend, a little bit less in the in – the, uh, it's like a Sangiovese and um, a Syrah. Um, and it's a little bit less of the Sangiovese than it is the Syrah, but it's phenomenal, unbelievable, and about $35. So – you want a little red, you got a little red. You want a little white, you got a little white. Let's see what else we got going on here. This is Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. You're listening to Wine Talk on blogtalkradio.com. Call Stu at 1646-381-4860. All right, so I'm just looking here to see what else we can uh go over. Uh, of course, you've got the phone number to call in, 1646-381-4860, or email me at info at stewthewineguru.com, or get into the chat room like everyone else, 
talking about lobster and buttery shards and rosés and uh, everything else. Anything else you want to talk about, by all means, just get into the chat room. Ask me the question. I'll give you the answer. Well, I'm just looking here to see. We might make it an early show tonight. I'm checking this out. Just to let you know everything that's going on, as I mentioned earlier, I am um, going to be on KFNX Talk Radio, 1100 AM. The station is based out of Phoenix, Arizona, broadcasts out to most of the state. Uh, It's a great opportunity for me. It's terrestrial radio. Uh, As all of the greats who had started before me, uh, and I say Howard Stearns, and when I say great, I don't mean great because I think they're, uh, I may necessarily think they're a great broadcaster per se, just the people that have been able to be in it for as long as they have uh, and last. That's that's real important to me. Although I happen to like Howard Stern, and he's probably one of my heroes of radio. Uh, that's because of, he's of you know my generation's heroes. Uh, there are also people that are on like, and I, and I don't politically uh, affiliate myself with anyone on either side of the fence. Just letting you know ahead of time when I say Don Imus and Lou Dobbs, um, I'm just saying that they happen to be on that station and they're great broadcasters, and so therefore um, I'm going to be part of that family. I'm looking forward to that. That's coming soon, so look for that. And I mentioned also that if anyone in uh, the Arizona area or anyone outside of the Arizona area would like to uh, sponsor the show, they can talk with Francis Pataglia at KFNX and the phone number one six zero two two seven seven eleven hundred extension fourteen sixty three, or email him at f Bataglia b a t t a g l i a at 1100kfnx.com. All right, so I'm looking around here, and I think I'm going to call it a night for tonight. Um, I want to thank everybody who jumped in the chat room and is chatting away and giving me questions and suggestions. That's fantastic, as always. Um, If you have any questions about the show, you can email them to Info at StuTheWineGuru.com. You can go to my website as well at www.StuTheWineGuru.com and click on the link for all of my wine articles, videos, and listen to archived wine talk radio shows that you may have missed. You can also go to iTunes and subscribe free so you can get all the shows automatically sent to you and you can listen to them whenever you'd like. Of course, I like to have you come live and listen whenever you get a chance, but if you can listen at your leisure... I'm all about that as well. As I mentioned, listen to me soon on KFNX, 1100 AM Talk Radio. And if you are in the Phoenix area or in Arizona, soon you'll be able to hop in your car and take me with you and listen as well. Um, Call KFNX Radio for sponsorship opportunities for the Wine Talk Radio Show. As I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Stu the Wine Guru. Drink up. Good night and good wine. If you want to sponsor Stu on KFNX, 1100 Talk Radio, call Francis Battaglia at 1-602-277-1100.